Welcome to High on Chai podcast. From career goals to marriage and current affairs, loud and brown bants with serious takes on navigating life as three South Asian women. Just a quick disclaimer that any advice we give is not professional and purely for entertainment purposes only. We have links in our bio should you need more information on mental and physical well-being. Now enjoy this episode. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of High on Chai. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lily and I'm not currently a city PA guys long story um, but I am definitely enjoying downtime time with family and yeah um, I'm still confused but hopefully we'll figure it all out soon <laughs> hi everyone my name is Jamila Bengali girl living in West London married and living my best life Hey guys, I'm Rachel Rajan, British Tamil singer and songwriter, living my life with passion and authenticity. Yay! (laughs) So this week we're going to be talking about trust in friendships. So if you all remember from last week, we introduced that we'd be doing a mini series on trust. Um, And last week was really interesting. And so it kind of naturally led us on to speaking about friendships and trust in friendships, because that can also have a huge impact on our romantic relationships, but also other relationships in general. So if they... (laughs) That is my dog. If you can, Milo. That is Milo in the background. He is living his best life. So please ignore that. Why is he barking now? See, he's barking because there's building going on next door. Oh, okay. Um, But he should give me two minutes, guys. You know what? You guys chat between yourselves because I'm going to close the door. (laughs) No worries. I'm actually really excited for this topic. I've been enjoying our trust like mini series a lot. Yeah, definitely. Because it's not something you think about at all, really, unless you get deep down into it. No, exactly. And, so- and I just feel like it's something that a lot of people should spend more time thinking about. I think like where your where your lines are, where your boundaries are for trust mm-hmm. and stuff. So I enjoyed last week's episode. Yeah, definitely. Also learning about the fact that you um broke your husband's speaker. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry guys. What did I miss? I was taking the piss out of Jeremy for breaking um Darren's speaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a secret. I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh. All right. So, um, I think when basically it's a hard one, friendships, because I feel like you become friends first and then think about how much you trust them later. Do you yeah, guys agree? Definitely, because you don't look at it the same way you look at a relationship, right? Because no. with a relationship, mm-hmm. you're sort of like, oh, is this going to work? Are we, do we have the same kind of values, whatever? But mm-hmm. with friends, you don't do that. You just become friends. Like, yeah yeah the yeah, relationship forms before you're thinking yeah like, exactly. you think you think 10 times more of a friendship it just naturally solves like you come together mm-hmm. there's a relationship there's so many tick boxes isn't there yeah mm-hmm. exactly and I also think like with women especially in sisterhood well me personally I kind of go for friendship first and then it's only once I've been hurt or once I've like had to question that trust then only that I think oh okay how much did I actually trust this person like I don't know if it's maybe having gone to a girl's school as well um where you're kind of not forced into sisterhoods but it's almost like 
sisterhoods for survival. So you'd rather be mm. in a close knit group of friends and then think about how do those friends impact me? And if I actually even like them, like, <laughs> does that <laughs> no, make it's sense? True, it's true. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, because you got like, fans yeah. first, don't you? You go off like what your interest, like you have a laugh mm-hmm. together. Those are the third things you go off on. You don't think about the other things till later on, till it comes real, basically. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and mm. I think like that's the problem. I think we, in when it comes to friendships, we almost think, assume, make the assumption that trust is a given. So mm. because you know, it almost you know, oh, we're women or we're in a similar boat, like for whatever reason, like we might connect because we chill in the same area or whatever. Mm. We kind of assume that there will be a mutual trust. But I think that that comes with a great amount of naivety um, mm-hmm. and you're kind of putting yourself vulnerable to um, to getting hurt because especially mm. in the Tamil community, I think there's an assumption that all the Tamil girls in whatever area will kind of stick together. But that brings with it a level of, and this goes back to our drop that toxicity episode it can bring with it a whole lot of drama judgment and therefore you're like actually how I view trust is definitely not how you view it yeah. um, I think I think that's because when you make friends with someone right you're not actively thinking you just click right you click over something mm-hmm. like whatever that thing could be you click and then so when you have that common ground you just think oh me and this person are similar like we get along mm-hmm. really well so we must have the same values. I think we naturally think like that without even realizing, like it's a subconscious thing. Like if I get on with someone, I automatically mm. assume like, oh, me and this person must be really similar. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that's the Asian girls as well, you have that culture as well. And you think, you think yeah. the same way, like you said, Lil, you think all Tamil girls would think the same way. Yeah, yeah. But we know that's mm-hmm. not necessarily true. No, not mm-hmm. at all. So it's about like trusting how much then once you get to know yourself as you get older, how much then you just trust them to reveal who you really are to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that that really will test the friendships that you that are in your life, mm. because it's the ones who accept you without that judgment that will stick around, that will actually be there for you. Because mm. I think that one thing trust involves is that, you have got me as I grow and that they won't be threatened by your growth. Mm. That's what's hard, yeah. That's what's hard about friendships, I think. Especially if you Mm. made friends from young, right? Because as you get older, you're not going to be the same people anymore. Mm. You change, your interests change, your Mm -hmm. um, outlook on life changes. So unless you and your friends grow together or you have that kind of growth mindset where everybody's like, I've been talking so much about growth mindset, by the way. Mm. Like me and my cousin were having this whole chat, side note, sorry. We have this whole chat about certain people live their life with growth mindset. And so they Mm. know things are going to change. They know Mm. things are going to be different. They want things to be different. And then Mm -hmm. some people live in this totally different mindset where they want to settle into one space and they don't want things to change. They want everything Mm. to stay the same. And people kind of fall into those two categories, kind of. Um, Mm. But I think the reality Mm. is that life will change you, whether you want to change or not, because that's, I mean, if it doesn't, you should really be questioning your life because it's obviously Mm -hmm. pretty permanent. No, you have to. It's part of life. You have to adapt and change your surroundings. Mm. It's it's survival, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that that brings another element of trust into Mm -hmm. it, like trust to be as honest as possible to each other. So I think that what we worry about is we're so keen to protect friendships that we risk not being completely honest Mm. say for instance if that person if that friend is experiencing a toxic relationship are we 
is our trust in a secure enough place for us to call them out on it and Mm -hmm. to help them through it and help them get out of what may be in some cases emotional abuse or you know even more traumatic um Mm -hmm. it's really tough it's a tough one but I think that it's something that we need to ask of the friendships in our life like are they going to call me out when I'm not in a good place Mm -hmm. um and are they gonna be patient with me as I grow through it and go through it as well like um because I think that that bring that comes on to just the vulnerability that we that we are able to have in such relationships how vulnerable are you able to get with your sisterhood I think that comes from yeah that's right I think that comes from actually Mm -hmm. being in a sisterhood first like a lot I know a lot of females Mm. specifically don't have that tight sisterhood they may have so-called friends Mm -hmm. but they don't have that close that we mentioned in um that toxicity episode that you mentioned yeah Yeah. you're not gonna not everyone's gonna be real with you once you find your day ones your ogs Mm. you know the people that are gonna be down for you for the rest of Mm. your life yeah (laughs) that's when you know you can be vulnerable no one wants to be vulnerable in especially when it comes to something like trust like when you trust Mm. everyone with something you're giving every everything mm. to them because you can't just mm. willingly give all to someone and like you're not going to everyone mm. know your deep dark secrets or you know no. there's some things everyone keeps behind closed doors and only certain mm. people know about it or they don't know about it and it's very very mm. hard to be vulnerable in open to giving that trust and when you hand over that trust it's like giving someone a you know like a plate of trust do you see what I mean mm-hmm. and they have to look after it mm-hmm. like you look after it for them Mm. so what do, what do you think can um cause a person to not have that sort of sisterhood that sort of trustworthy sort of like my little like knights in shining armor friend friendship group <laughs> I think I think it um depends on what kind of friends you have like mm-hmm. and I think it also is to do with how much you trust yourself right like so mm-hmm. within friendships you have these moments that test you and only then you realize what you're like and what they're like and all of those things and I Mm. think I I feel like those friendship groups come from you what we kind of said before but you not being honest about how you feel so let's say there's some little misunderstanding or a little argument Mm. you don't Mm. say what's on your mind and you know you're unable to actually sort it out and fix it therefore your trust with that person is broken but you're not willing to try and fix it either so it ends up Mm. being this kind of thing you just brush under the rug like and then mm-hmm. you kind of carry on, but the trust is still broken. So now you're going to be really mm. weary that next time something like that happens again. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think mm. when stuff like that starts to happen, you just get more and more and more cracked. Like I know loads of people who walk on eggshells around their friends. And I used mm. to be one of those people. Too. I'm not anymore, mm. thank God. Like, mm. But I definitely was one of those people who used to, who had like friends where I felt like I couldn't really say what was on my mind. But um, do you think that's because you're confident enough to walk away and let them go? Or was that because... now I am? No, yeah. no, no, now I am. But back mm. then, I would have rather stay in that group with those girls um, mm-hmm. than than actually walk away and find better friends, like yeah. better people. Mm-hmm. I would have rather have stayed, and so because of that, my ideas of friendship and trust and things was actually like pretty negative. It wasn't mm-hmm. good, like um and and there wasn't much trust in those situations like there was always rumors going around you could never really keep Mm. a secret like you know Mm. and that's not really what friendship should be about there shouldn't be that level of drama with your friends Um, but I think when you accept it that's when 
you have a bad set of friends basically and then you just mm. continue in that that idea of sisterhood I've got like quotation marks like even though I wouldn't yeah. really consider that a sisterhood no I think it's um also though I found that some of my strongest relationships um friendships have been with people that I can get angry with and they can get angry at me yeah. knowing that I'm not going to go anywhere because you're being real <laughs> yeah. you're being real that that's why yeah, yeah. yeah and those are the ones that have stood the test of time because mm. they know that my anger uh, which sometimes can be irrational and then they've explained mm. to me why it's irrational but they know that I trust them enough to help me go through that um like that's happened in that's happened I think in some of my closest relationships and it's just mm. been a process that we've talked about and understood mm. maybe that it was a time that was that was needed for change mm -hmm. it was highlighting something toxic that I was doing so say for instance if I was dating someone that I shouldn't be and mm. I really didn't want to face up to it yeah and you know I had a friend calling me out and I'm like no you know yeah. I don't want to face up to what I'm doing to myself yeah. and then that we friend's like that. okay look like mm -hmm. this is what you're doing I'm gonna leave you to it but I've got you when it goes wrong mm -hmm. and yeah. they have got me and they never but they never it's not like they're like I told you so because yeah, I think that's yeah. one of the worst lines mm. but they're like mm. you know my my wisdom was there and now I'm here to kind of take you through the pain mm. that you may be experiencing because mm. and I think that's the thing like even in it's about that commitment that whatever we go through I've got you yeah mm. um, for that person to fall back on that, exactly mm. and that's what takes it to the next level of it actually being a sisterhood whereas mm. I think what makes a sisterhood the trust level is really toxic is when you play trust against each other yeah. so I'll keep uh, this secret yeah. you better keep that for me or mm. you know you know I'm doing something wrong but you owe me like mm. <laughs> no one owes you yeah it's almost like, world, a, you know like I mean? a bargain you make it's not yeah. an unconditional love it's like a, I'll do this but you better do this back for me then if that's okay like yeah no it's no 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 Sorry, I'm no. <laughs> friendship. That sounds like some mob deal or something. Mm. I think that a lot of people, because of clout and because of how, oh, don't get me um, started on clout. Yeah, we need to do a whole. Can we do a whole fucking episode <laughs> on clout? Yeah, we might have to. Shit these people do. Like, no, but because of clout and because of, <clears throat> I don't know this this chasing for something chasing for recognition on socials and stuff we're mm. really putting our friendships um at risk yeah mm. because we are testing trust and we're like oh you know I showed this part of you but look how many likes it's got or yeah. I chose to share this story mm -hmm. because of this or that but really those things some things are just best said in your sisterhood mm -hmm. like I think that it's great to um voice opinions and stuff but I would always filter it through your friendship group a place of secure trust first mm -hmm. um whereas I think that in a lot of ways it's been switched around and it's just not healthy and then sometimes the people you think you trust are praising your fall and that mm -hmm. is the issue yeah but that that comes as well from the kind of friends that you choose and also what your priorities are like mm. friendships are like the like you know along with family they're like the most important like for me I would say they're pretty on level with family with each other because mm -hmm. I honestly feel like they are so important and if mm. I didn't have those friendship groups like I would not literally be able to function the way that I do um, Agreed. but some people don't 
understand the value of that or they don't understand the value of good friends and sadly like mm. what you're saying about social media law is so spot on like I know people who would literally do anything for the gram and anything mm. to make it look like they have friends and yeah. not care whether they actually have friends or not mm. and that's really really sad like because mm. it's like your friends are fake and then like sometimes like you know the people on social media are fake too like they wouldn't be there in a crisis mm. you know I'm not gonna say that's when it comes to effort like you have to put effort into as well like it takes work mm. you can't just you know be friends one mm. day and not talk for three months it, I know that happens and people work like that but you still have to put the effort in both mm. ways I know I've had mm. friendships mm. break apart because it's really one-sided and I'm like well, no this isn't right mm. why should I be putting in all this effort um yeah. all the time mm-hmm. and this person isn't recognizing you know you try don't you? you try to hold on to friendships you had a you know you had that yeah. relationship with someone you try to try and make it work but if that person constantly oh you come here you do this you come over this and you know it's like no why should I be coming to you like when are you ever going to come to me one day like I don't mind I'm happy to put the effort in but only if it's 50 50 sometimes it can be you know 70 30 but you have to both try and make it work if you're not going to try it's not going to work you have to nurture each and yeah. every one of your relationships. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, and I think it's true because like nurturing no, is... I'm thinking is this one of those hope for growth <laughs> <laughs> It's part of the hope for growth rules. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you do. You have to nurture your friendships because I think that a lot of people just assume that it's a given that, um, you know, trust is such a precious thing. It's like, I, I, you know, we said it last week, it is the foundation of... Uh, any important relationships yeah. in your yeah. life and yeah. if if you're not nurturing that and and really um investing in your friendships investing you know the time that's needed that you know empathy that's needed um and also I think that just appreciating whatever season that person is in mm-hmm. so say for instance you know a married person's journey will definitely be different to um, a friend who's going through a, sing- a season of singleness mm-hmm. and it's appreciating that and not thinking oh I'm busier than you because of this or you're yeah. busier or you know no you don't know their journey you don't know their current story trust that you know whatever they're going through is theirs to go through and you have to appreciate that it's not for you to judge and be like yeah you need to be there for me because mm-hmm. of this or it's, it's also, not different also, levels of commitment there's no like hierarchy I actually think you taught me this little ages ago when mm-hmm. we were younger like I I used to feel like there was a hierarchy in problems so like no. for example like I would feel like I had a problem mm. but I would not be comfortable necessarily saying it to somebody else who I felt like was having bigger problems because I would mm. I would say to myself well my problems are not as big as their problems and mm. I'm pretty sure you were the one that taught me like everybody's problems are their problems to themselves mm-hmm. so you can't really like say oh their problem is so much worse than your problem and I think I don't know if that's a cultural thing but I definitely feel like I've heard that a lot in in, in our culture um yeah. definitely my parents have done that as well where they've been like our problems are not as big as their problems their problems are so much worse and mm. so you shouldn't feel bad about stuff yeah. or, or you know that sort of way of thinking which I actually think is not healthy at all like it's if you're not. having a problem with something and you're feeling bad about it telling yourself oh it's not a problem mm-hmm. is not going to fix that problem it's just going to yeah. stay there it's going to still continue to make you feel bad the only way to move through it is to to actually um access it and move through it and I think sometimes with friendships sadly like one one I guess kind of um 
indicator that the friendship isn't really what it is is if like what you were saying about it being one-sided mm. is when mm. that person's problems or your friend's problems are always bigger or more important yeah. than your problems. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. the sign of an, an unequal, an unequal friendship. Yeah. yeah like all about um, them. I think in the Asian community, you've brought up a really good point, Radhi, because, mm. because they're not having these, con- these conversations, there's, it, it, it impacts mental health. Yeah, and then definitely. people aren't vulnerable enough to then go and share their, ex- you know, experiences or anxieties with their friends because there's almost this competitiveness of, oh, you're doing so well, I'm also doing so well. Oh, yeah. you've got judgment. You know, you've got this many kids. I've got this many kids, yeah. and all of this. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's also judgment. hiding. Like we, there's definitely an element, and I wouldn't say that this is necessarily just an Asian thing. I think it's across mm. the world, but there's always mm. this element of sh- of showing face and not being honest mm-hmm. about what's going on like like you know like I, like I, what I was saying about friends that can apply for relationships or even family relationships or whatever it's easy for you or for for people to want to look like everything is perfect and mm. everything mm. is all together and you have the best friends and you have the best Instagram relationship mm. do you know what I mean <laughs> but the reality is so so different yeah um, and people don't want to put the same level of effort into the reality than they do into the the, the facade mm-hmm. like agreed agreed I mean it we it would be foolish to think that money doesn't bring some sort of happiness but I think that what it like it yeah but I think right? yeah absolutely but I think the mistake that this sort of world does is it looks at like say for instance we'll, we'll say the Kardashians because they're probably the inf- most infamous when it comes to this and the Jenners like they are living like a lifestyle that a lot of people are aspiring mm. to because it's very wealth-based mm. and it's really about you know that wealth happiness and definitely to an extent that it'd be so naive to not think that that sort of wealth does not bring some sort of element of happiness mm. but it is not the happiness that you think you yeah. want okay mm. like I think that that's the problem a lot of people think once I have this everything in my life will be okay and that is a big mistake and therefore mm-hmm. even for people like that we cannot invalidate how they feel and invalidate their problems because mm-hmm. each to their own do you know what I mean mm-hmm. when, when I mean, someone is suffering the they are Ka- suffering full stop well yeah they are and the Kardashians in particular their whole like um I was gonna say what what's interesting about them is the fact that they have problems like they have all these like I don't know first world problems you could argue like Mm. in their shows and stuff all these little dramas and all this stuff and then also I'm not taking away from the fact that they also have serious problems too um Mm. so I mean like I guess like to them I mean they're smart and that's that's their particular business and that's reality tv but that's actually not what people's lives are like and what people's Mm. lives look like and the reality is when people have drama it doesn't feel good and Mm. it doesn't feel feel nice and when you have people that you don't trust or that you don't feel at home with it's not good it's not a reality tv show like Mm. it's gonna make you feel bad yeah and people that's real life they are choosing the vulnerability Mm. that we're seeing Mm. yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. people think that because it's a reality show, we're seeing everything. I'm almost 98, 99% sure that this isn't everything. Like even the fight between, was it um, Chloe? Was it Courtney? No, it was Courtney and yeah, Kim. Yeah, Courtney and Kim, yeah. I- they knew that that was going to have views. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, they knew that oh, I yeah. personally wouldn't want a fight that personal to be uh, on TV, but they knew. Like, come on, the girls' mm-hmm. foundation was on the wall. It was a madness. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like you know no one knows on the wall like <laughs> it's either been a really good night or a really bad night <laughs> it's so true but like you know I mean this is the thing like well I mean when when Kylie had I mean I know we're talking about the Kardashians now but when Kylie had um her baby like Stormy she just disappeared Mm. she disappeared off social media she disappeared off everything because she said that she wanted to focus on having her baby Mm -hmm. so I mean Mm. I when it comes to some really really vulnerable stuff they definitely do not show us like no agreed agreed someone's hollering um I think it's that was my phone. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I think it's just um yeah. I think again with that, I would say don't pit your trust levels against how uh people that you follow and don't know personally trust their friends. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the way the girl was able to switch best friends with Jordan so quickly and throw that girl under the bus. You know, I'm not gonna say anything. I no, mean, yeah, just, I know just take them, interpret it as you will. <laughs> For me, that is not how I would treat someone who's been, you know, my sister for life. That would, it would definitely be a lot more layers. Yeah, to you that. try and work yeah. it out. Again, you don't see all those like, layers. No, you don't. And like friendships are complicated. Fact, like mm. they're they're not simple. They're not. When I say like, like th- I think they should be drama free as much as possible when it comes mm. to you and that person, and there shouldn't be that level of toxicity there. But whatever your friend happens to be going through in life sometimes is not simple. Mm. Whatever you're going through in life is not simple. Then you bring that together in the friendship. Like your relationships mm-hmm. should be um, complicated, not dramatic, mm. but com- complex. Sorry, that's the word yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. So it should be complex, like because <laughs> that's the reality. Like you should not be mm. jumping from friend to friend to friend because that's not a re- a realistic. Um, yeah, you're not forming like, relationships bond. doing that. Yeah, you're mm. not making a bond really. Mm. Like, no, that's true. That's true. That is, I love that because I think that again you I think this is where problems people take problems the wrong way when you're piling on problems onto a friend without actually thinking also because there's two sides to this definitely there's no levels to problems you know how it impacts you is what matters and each individual problem will impact them differently Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you weaker doesn't make you stronger whatever you are as you are but you have to think about the impact of the information you're sharing with some to someone mm-hmm. and also understand where they may be at in life. Mm-hmm. This is a problem. Are you only going to them to use them when all else fails? And then for the rest of the time, you're not even checking in on them. You're mm-hmm. not even, you know, so the, the trust is just very one-sided mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. basically your nanny. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? To like put a bandaid on whenever things go wrong. Yeah. Or when you need them, <clears throat> when they need you, sorry, mm-hmm. you're nowhere to be seen. Yeah. These are things you need to ask yourself because yeah. um, a lot of the time, that's why like some people um, lack these sort of strong friendships because they're the person who's doing that. Do you know what I mean? They want everyone to be their band-aid, but when someone needs them, they're not there. Yeah, yeah it's so a selfish friendship. Check yourself, you know, In order to hold on to... Yeah, check yourself. <laughs> like, you know, you're not that fly. Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I was going to say, like... Um, it, uh, oh, man, the thought's gone. Oh, there, there it is. So, like, you know, um, like, to have a friendship... You, there mm. has to be a level of selflessness. You cannot be selfish and have no, friends. Definitely. Like mm. close, close friends. 
like even because the thing is everybody like it's human nature to have a selfish side mm. right like everybody has it and sometimes you do it without realizing but in order mm-hmm. to really have good friends that are consistent and whatever you're gonna have to put your shit aside sometimes for them mm. and that's the reality and mm-hmm. that's what that's kind of what it means when Jamie was saying earlier like you have to put in work mm. you have to put in stuff if a friendship is literally just you getting what you want all the time out of that person then you mm. never reciprocating that's not a friendship mm, no, that's a use and abuse kind of situation mm-hmm. and that friend just mm-hmm. moved from you like because mm-hmm. that's not a good that's not healthy like mm-hmm. sometimes you've got like you know we were saying earlier it needs to be 50 50 I do agree that overall mm-hmm. friendships need to be 50 50 mm-hmm. but sometimes mm-hmm. depending on what your friend happens to be going through or whatever you need to be able to give a little bit more during that time mm-hmm. and there may be a time mm-hmm. where you're going through a lot exactly. and that person will have to give you a little bit more mm-hmm. too it's it has to be flexible it should never be mm-hmm. just one way yeah because also with that comes a level of transparency and if that transparency is there isn't there it makes it very difficult for the person to trust and also quite I mean the person would be more likely to give up because it's very hard when there isn't that at least some level of openness you know as I think we said this a few episodes ago where we're like if you're going through a hard time but it's not something you're really willing to talk about you know it is hard but I would recommend at least just some sort of like look guys this is what I'm going through or like I'm going through something at the moment I might not be as present Mm. but you know this is where I'm at and you know your loved ones do need to respect that but as I said that is a personal choice this isn't for every everyone but Mm. I found that in my life that has Mm. worked best when I just kind of say this is where I'm at at the moment Mm or and I need some time and it really mm. does help because also your friends are less likely to take it personally as well yeah just being honest well, and though. also like honesty mm. is the best policy mm. right like mm. for sure mm. and sometimes like I've I've noticed when there are times where um I haven't understood what's going on with a friend or something like that right like if you're close with somebody and I don't get what's going mm. on it's usually because there's something there that they're not ready to talk about or yeah. not willing to talk mm-hmm. about and during those times that's when the trust of the friendship really really comes into mm-hmm. play like do you trust this mm-hmm. person enough to like wait for them to be ready to talk to you or are you gonna like fly off the handle and be like what's up with you why are you being distant why are you being do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that's where that's where the t- the trust really gets gets tested like how much do you really trust your friend um mm. and how and and how strong not how strong is the bond but like trust is like understanding and acceptance right so like how mm. much do you understand and accept your friend and like I've definitely had that as well where I've had to be away for a little while because I can't handle what's going on in my personal life or mm. whatever and my friends have had to be patient with me mm-hmm. to be to mm. until I'm ready to talk about it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um and then I guess those are the friends that you find are the ones that actually really last because they get mm-hmm. you, they know you, they trust you. So they know yeah. that it's not, you know, yeah. I think that's when it comes down yeah. to respect as well, because you don't have to know every mm-hmm. single little thing about that person. Yeah. yeah, you might be best friends your whole life, but yeah. you don't have to know every single minute of their day. You don't have to know every single thing about their relationship or, you know, their deep, dark secrets. You don't need to know everything. So like, that's like you said, when that trust and understanding comes mm. into play and time as well, mm-hmm. like, you could be friends, mm. you, I don't know, a month and be the best of the friends. You could be friends five years and mm. not really know much about mm. that person. But once you have mm-hmm. that respect and mutual understanding, that's what you have to put trust into itself. Try like trust that respect, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm, that's a good point. Because I mm. think that when there is a breakdown of trust, it definitely 
Ooh, you cut mm-hmm. out, Jemmy. I'm here. Oh, she's here. <laughs> oh, you're here, but Han, you're going to have to repeat that last bit. Um, I think you have to put trust in respect. So does that make sense? Mm. So that's what I, I was saying. Right? <clears throat> no, that definitely makes mm-hmm. sense because um, after there's a breakdown in trust in that relationship, mm. and I've found this, I have definitely found this, the way I respect that person changes because the the way I'm able to, I always think twice about sharing information with that person, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah. And I don't know if that's maybe a flaw in me, mm-hmm. but I, I I don't think I'll change to be honest. I think once you've 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 broken my trust, for us to build up a relationship it will probably take years again because trust mm-hmm. is that precious. Trust mm-hmm. is something that cannot be bought. Um, it really, really takes time. Um, give us a second, guys. I don't know if we're having technical difficulties. Jamie, are, are you here? here? I can hear you, but I don't know. It keeps cutting out, but I think it's okay now. Uh, having a bit of a meltdown, this thing. Okay. But yeah, I think it's like you now. sound all right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm back then. <laughs> Oh, awesome! But um, yeah. So the we technical just... issues with um recording in mm. lockdown, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're we're slowly getting through it. I feel like slowly but surely we'll get through it. Like I, even yeah. I read um people there was like um a lot of people have been highlighting if this will be like the new way of podcasting to mm. podcast remotely. Mm. So that's quite interesting. But the topic for another day. I mean, um, we're getting yeah. better. We're getting better and better. I think definitely definitely <laughs> guys i mean we're two in our own home please do let us know if you're like uh i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> we're very no- we're novices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we really are so please bear with like but yeah i mean as i was saying you know i i personally once that trust is broken it does take me a really it takes me a while to 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 build it up again I think there's like only one occasion in my life where the trust went straight back to normal and that was because I consider that person a sister already Mm. um and so I really felt their absence in my life and Mm. so then when that person came back Mm. into my life it just it it immediately switched back into sisterhood Mm. because it was like I knew that they were rooting for me and that previously it just been that we've been in different places in our lives and both been going through a really difficult time that we had to process but um on I mean on the majority of occasions I've just been when the trust is broken I don't know if you guys agree with me I feel like it is just so hard it It is is. so hard to get back to to a normal place no one wants to be vulnerable do they no Mm. it's true they don't like it's true I think as well this is something that I found like over the last few years I feel like to have a good friendship, you have to actually respect your friends in terms mm-hmm. of like their life and their choices. Like, you know how we mm-hmm. talked earlier about how you don't judge them? Like, yes, yeah. you don't judge them. But I found that friends that are too different from me in terms of like some of the choices that they make, like I don't respect those choices. I don't think they're respecting themselves. Mm. It's not a, It's not like judgment. Mm. Um, mm. And I don't want to sound like I'm saying that, that we all have to be the same and we have to live the same mm-hmm. life because I don't feel like that at all. But sometimes like when your friends make really, how do I explain this? Like self-degrading choices. Mm. As a mm. friend, when you really love that, that person, it's really hard to watch people do that. Yeah. And sometimes mm. that in itself can be, a bit of a 
um game like a, a bit of like a like a not game changer yeah game changer in terms of the friendship like some because mm. I think that's happened to me before where I've seen someone just treat themselves like mm. so badly or do something that's just so self-degrading that I've been like I don't know if I can be your friend anymore mm. like not because I don't want to be there for you but it's just like it's so hurtful um difficult to mm. yeah hurtful to see mm. someone treat themselves that mm. way mm-hmm. yeah I think like we've definitely been there and I I mm. think that that is just when I realized that we just have different moral standings it would be like me yeah. trying to be with a friend a friend with someone who's voted for Trump I'd be like yeah nah, because no if I'm if I'm honest no because no, obviously we have very clear yeah. different moral um stances mm-hmm. yeah. I will always treat you as a human being yeah. and I will always I don't know like I will always respect you as a human being mm. because as a Christian as well, that is at the foundation of all I do, mm-hmm. right? Mm. But essentially, I would not be friends with you and I don't need to be friends with you and I can walk away from that situation. I'm not going to force a friendship where essentially the trust is not there because our morals are so different. Mm. Yeah. And I think that that's the point, hun, because yeah. unfortunately, if, say for instance with that friend, mm. um, and I'm talking generally now, not just your situation, but right. they might not see what they do as self self-degrading right yeah 100%, 100%. um but w- what we want is we want friendships that we respect how each other lives and yeah. in that way we would need sim somewhat similar moral like stances yeah. and like um it's a tough one it is a real real tough I don't, one I don't think all friendships are made to be equal I think I feel mm. like that's the reality like like it's easy to make friends like the minute that mm. you click with someone mm. about a movie or like you're on a night out or like something mm-hmm. that always happens for me is that I always make friends in the girls bathroom <laughs> yes <laughs> everyone's yes. drunk and everyone's right of passage. like it is a right of passage <laughs> like you make friends and then um like but that doesn't necessarily mean that all those friendships are equal and I think that when you are looking at your friends like you've got to look at people that will lift you up and I know that that sounds selfish in its own way but if you don't then the opposite is friends that will bring you down mm-hmm. like and you don't want that so it then it makes you question and I think um it has been brought up previously mm. whether things like Facebook and mm. being able to be connected with strangers so easily now has just made the word friendship so trivial mm. um because actually if we look at it um friendship is a lot deeper than how we it's probably I would say it's on par with your soulmate and therefore yes, like I've got something to have, sorry sorry can I just go for it go for it <laughs> Your friendships last longer than your relationships. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Just let that sink in for a minute. Like, you could be in love, head over heels Mm -hmm. about someone, and Mm. then it could get to the point where you never, ever talk to them again. Mm -hmm. But your friends will Mm. last an entire fucking lifetime. It's true. How Mm -hmm. interesting is that? It's crazy. Like, Mm, it's true. It's crazy, isn't it? When you think about it. So that means your friends are technically your soulmates. You spend longer with them. Mm -hmm. You live more of your life with them. Like mm-hmm. they probably know more about you as well to be honest it's true some also, of them they will know you to a whole other level yeah. of vulnerability mm-hmm. yeah that mm-hmm. your partner won't know yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like if you've grown it's up true. together because i wonder like um and it's so weird because i was just talking about this with um talking about this ugh, english mm-hmm. i was t- <laughs> take it <laughs> i was talking to some friends about this how um a lot of us um 
with our romantic partners, all of us with our romantic partners, we don't ask a lot of questions. We kind of assume that we'll eventually find out. Whereas with friends, I think there's there's this comfortability where we can ask anything and yeah. we can kind of push the the barriers, do you know what I mean? And just be like, yeah, I'm sitting on the toilet kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, then, yeah. and I know I know there are definitely relationships out there where it is to that level. And I yeah. I do, I really I I think that's so beautiful. But I would I mean I think that there was like I think I almost wonder do we ask the same questions that we ask um that we ask our friends to our romantic like partners because that level of vulnerability would probably be safer because there's some people who are like getting married to people and like I know it sounds trivial trivial but they're like oh wait I don't know your favorite color I don't know your political oh stance I don't know I, and those are really those important kind of couples give me anxiety like they really <laughs> those kind of couples make me uncomfortable like as in when you mm. don't know your partner and you're still marrying them and I know that this is a really big statement for me to make because we're Asian and arranged marriage is a real thing <laughs> like but I, I really feel like that sort of that sort of relationship gives me anxiety like they could could be anyone they could be a murderer mm. like they could be anyone <laughs> sorry I mean I think it's true like no I think no one it's true because I think we'll never fully um realize what who someone is but you can uh you find that out through building trust and trust is 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 gained through um levels of vulnerability but I think mm. with that vulnerability what happens uh is jammy with us Jamie, Oh no, she's gone. She's gone. Oh no, my phone's died, babes. Can you give her a check in? But yeah, what I was gonna was. say. <clears throat> thanks, I'm. I lost I connection. Say, She'll join us, though. She'll join us. Oh, awesome. So, um, just to carry on from that, what what do you do when there's been? Because obviously the level of vulnerability in a friendship is so real. Yeah. What do you do when you've like completely, when it's completely gone? Like, like can, and we did briefly, we did touch on this, but what do you do when it's, when it's completely broken? Because does that impact then how you view friendships? Like what, what, what happens? I think like breaking up a friendship because of trust can be, a bit like a relationship or maybe even worse than a relationship like based on mm. what we were saying earlier um i feel like when you have when you when when trust breaks in a in a friendship it's it's a really big deal for me i think it's been bigger than it's been because i'm the personality type that likes to hold on to the people i'm close to so mm. if it's gotten to a point where i've cut you off then you know the relationship has been really bad because i hate to give up on friendships i absolutely do mm. um but I mean, like, I think it it can be really hard to get over stuff like that. I really do. I think it can make you really, really unhappy um, mm. to not be be like be in touch with those friends anymore and stuff. But I mean, yeah. I, sorry, was that your question? Have I answered? No, no, no. It was hard. It was like yeah. basically, ha- almost. Can you repair from that sort of level broke of? Um, of trust being broken because we did briefly touch on how say for instance for me you know once the trust is broken it's kind of like yeah if even if I do become friends with that person again yeah apart from maybe one friendship it's never gone back to normal it'll never be the same yeah bar one and so Mm. I feel like um 
it almost is a good analyzer as well of whether that friendship was even secure in the first place Mm -hmm. um and what was the basis of that relationship in the first Mm -hmm. place because I also think I don't know and please correct me if I'm wrong but I'm not a competitive person and I don't think competitiveness is good for a friendship and I think that is actually one of the first ways for a friendship's um trust levels to be completely broken down um yeah. And then I think that how that is impacted is, say, for instance, when that person is shining, you might feel like, you know, your green eyes come back on. And then therefore, like every time you're looking for a friendship, you're almost looking for someone beneath you, someone uglier than you in quotation marks because yeah. you want to have security yeah. but you feel like they they're not above me. So therefore yeah. we're OK. I can Does that make that. sense? And I think I think that comes from like a mix between insecurity and maybe that relationship that you had as well with that friend I think I honestly think that what you're saying about competition I don't think competition is um is I don't think competition has any place in a friendship uh Mm. I don't I don't think it does I think motivation inspiration and aspiration have so much place in friendships Say it, say it. I'm going to put it on my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I write it down. Inspiration. Aspiration. No, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, like I, I think your friends should inspire you and motivate mm-hmm. you to be better. I don't think you should be competing with your friends. But I personally don't feel like I compete with anybody now. Like, I don't mm. think I ever was competitive. I would look at somebody and be like, oh my God, wow. That person is just wow because of mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And I wish I had that and I'm going to do what it takes to try and have those kind of qualities in my own life in my own way like mm-hmm. um I'm trying to think yeah like there's there's been a number of those things do you remember we've had this conversation before about how you were always really good at conversation with new people and I used to find that really hard do you remember we talked mm-hmm. about this so like probably babes you know me like you have this really natural way of being able to just instantly go over to someone you don't know and be able to talk to them and I didn't have that back when I was younger so I used to watch you like a hawk and try to figure <laughs> out how you're doing that so I could learn to be the same but that was never like a like a competitiveness that was more like a that's really cool I want to know how to do that and I think it's really good to have that with your friends because mm. your friends should be enriching your life and you should be agreed so you touched on a really good point I think it's about admiration and almost like um again this goes back to nurture so you found that that was a point like something that you could take from me to to allow for growth in your life life, and what I and so say for instance what I took for you Mm. from you was your confidence and Mm. work ethic Mm. So, so I always admired your work ethic and I admired how like you just your determination and I'm someone who slacks quite easily oh, I'm like no. okay you know but oh, I, I took I, oh it's yeah, jammed back. back sorry I don't want to hey! say so I, I don't know what's wrong with it it works fine and all of a sudden bow goes off oh sorry we were just talking about like you know the difference between competitiveness and just admiration and a friendship yeah. and growing from each other right mm-hmm. so even with jammy actually the same for jammy jammy's work ethic and how hard she works for her family for herself mm-hmm. i i took that from both of you but it's not something that i'm like competing against you instead i'm learning from you yeah. and i think that's the difference where i feel yeah. like some friendship gives and it goes back again to mental health and being mm-hmm. vulnerable about that anxieties mm-hmm. are you able to learn and grow with your friends and grow from what you're learning from your friends or are you finding it like a race against each other because if it's a race Mm. I'm sorry but 
I'm going to say that's not healthy. No, you know it's I mean? not. And it's really not. I don't think that's healthy. If Please fill us in. If you have if you are in a friendship group where it is competitive and you feel like it's mm. helping each other, please do let us know. But for, I think, the creatives that we are and the souls that we are, it does not work in the friendship group that we have. Don't As- you guys agree? Especially if it's over dumb shit, like... like um, competing about who marries first or competing mm. about who marries first. Oh my gosh, people do that. No, it's a thing. Wow. It is legit oh a real God. thing. Like, oh, this person's already married. Like, oh, now it's your turn. Like, you got to hurry up and you got to do this and you got to do that. Like, I know there's pressure on women to marry anyway, mm. but I'm just mm. saying, like, there's all, like, there is definitely competition and girls get jealous of their friends if they've had a baby so then they go have a baby too like you know things like that and I'm not saying marriage and babies are bad right because I know I do sound Mm. like I'm bashing those (laughs) things a lot but I don't (laughs) actually I'm not good at all I just think I just (laughs) yeah I just think it has to be for the right reasons and like competition Mm. should be for healthy things it should be for like I'm Mm -hmm. sorry I mean competition should be a healthy competition if there is one and it should and healthy competition is basically Mm. encouragement like it's not um Mm. where you where you compare yourself against someone else and you come and you come short because do you know what like everybody has different skills and different um uh, things that they're good at and, and whatever like different dispositions and stuff natural dispositions like some people say like some people are naturally mm. good at music or some people are like naturally confident natural speakers natural whatever mm. um but I think the reality is that everybody has their own stuff that they can shine at and they mm-hmm. can shine at that better than anybody else mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they shine in their own way but we need like, that though you know that yeah. whole yeah. friendship about Staying in your yeah, own lane. Like, yeah. when, like, so when you're in your own lane, like nobody else ground, can compete with you because you you're doing your own thing. You're actually not trying to do yeah. the thing that that other person's doing. Mm. Sorry, what did you say, Hello. huh? Just out. Oh, can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you I need that now. competition because not competition, like you need to have differences. Oh. Yeah. Because that's what makes you unique and individual. Like, if you were friends with the same people that were exactly like you, it'd be boring. Yeah, which a lot of people yeah. do do, and I don't understand. I don't how. understand. It's copycats of each other. I would hate to be in a group where we're all exactly the same. Mm. Like I just find that so pointless. Yeah, like there's no growth from it. You're not learning from each other. You're not, you know, bouncing off each other, are you? Yeah, and you bring nothing to the table. Exactly. You're all the same anyway. Exactly. Like- <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> and I noticed that with a lot of um, Asian. Is Lil here? Have we lost Lil now? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. The internet's not our friend today. <laughs> what's going on? You've got today? some supersonic. So I can hear Jammy responding. Uh, so I, I was like, I was like, should I just go? Mm-hmm, yes, yeah. agree. But then I can't hear you, Roddy, So I'm like, what am I agreeing to? Rachel's got some supersonic internet right now. <laughs> I actually don't. You know, the internet's been playing up for the past week. I'm. I I'm think everyone's has. I think everyone's has. It's all this lockdown, yeah. Everyone's been mm. rinsing the internet, so <laughs> maybe now it's prime time. <laughs> what time is it? Four p.m. Oh yeah, it's like four o'clock. <laughs> all the kids have finished school, yeah. so they're all like now signing onto the internet, yeah, YouTube, like, social media, and play games. That's what it is. Like all of you lot, get off get the off, internet yeah. because we need Plus it. adults. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, babes. Um, but yeah, what were we saying? Sorry about um where we were with trust. Yeah, I think I think 
the friendships that have lasted for me have always been ones that that there has there's been differences like you said Jamie, mm. and like um there's been encouragement to grow like even even I'm just thinking like when I was young the first like idea of competition that I ever understood was I was playing music at school mm. and like my two best friends who had been playing piano for a really long time they were both on grade six and I was on grade three at the time mm. and I was so ambitious like I wanted to play all the things that they played but I couldn't because I didn't have that level of mm. skill and like what they could have done is just look down on me and been like, listen, like, you know, you can't really play this stuff because you're not really, you're not grade six, you're grade mm. three. Like, but they didn't, they would sit and teach me. And oh. I remember like during lunchtime, you could like sit at the piano and they would teach me like how to play bits and pieces. Mm. Like, and they would like, we'd sit on the piano together and they'd play like right hand and I'd play left hand or something like that. And we'd learn like, and those kind of um, like that kind of, um, you know, admiration that I had for them really spurred me mm. forward. And I think that that's, so like good in friendships like and like you know and that's also to do with trust like you need to be able to trust your friends enough to admire them if you know that they would hold that kind of thing against you or look down on you because they're better at something than you than you are then then you don't have a strong level of trust with that person and it doesn't bring out all the positive things that come with being in a friendship no because you're you're making a competition again aren't you like we were talking about Mm. you're not valuing that person Mm. for who they are let's do highlights Lil. Okay, I'm going to say, highlight for you, what is trust in a friendship? So trust for me in a friendship is to be completely yourself, to have vulnerability um, for the times where you may be at your lowest and at your highest. So when you're at highest, you celebrate together. And when you're at your lowest, they're there and they understand and they give you space if you need space and they have the empathy um, without any compromise on the trust that you have for each other. So it's a committed, nurturing relationship um, without any compromise. And ultimately, that as you both change your trust only grows and evolves um rather than put any limits on it um you feel comfortable that in each other's change and growth um and you again celebrate each other's growth and successes mm-hmm. Rachel um yeah I agree I think trust in um trust in relationships is like I agree with Lil, like it's just that point where you can be vulnerable with them, you can be themselves. I think also trust in relationships comes with a level of um, benefit of the doubt because Mm. I think regardless of how long you know someone, there will always be little things that potentially that you could misunderstand mm-hmm. and you could that's just life like doesn't matter how long you know like husband and wife could be married for years and there's still things they wouldn't know about yeah. each other right mm-hmm. like so same with friendships like doesn't matter how long you know someone you don't you're never going to know every single thing about them and so I think for me the the mark of um a good good trust in a friendship is when there's something that I don't understand or something that I've misinterpreted or something that's maybe upset you a bit but you give your friend the benefit of the mm-hmm. doubt to because you know who they are and then like if that then comes once you talk about it and then it's kind of sort and and you understand it it was never an issue of it was just a misunderstanding basically mm-hmm. I feel like for me that the the relationships I trust the most are the, the the people where I'm like okay like you know something's happened but I'm gonna assume the best mm-hmm. because I know their character and I know that their character would never do this because like every friendship will always have challenges mm-hmm. So for me, if I really trust that person, like I will trust your character, but also like 
there's no rush like I think the reality is that friendships like that take a long time to build and you Mm. shouldn't like rush into friendships and just assume that trust will be there I think take Mm. time to know your Mm -hmm. friend take time to really understand what their levels of trust are Mm -hmm. as well and what they see as trust like in the same way you would a relationship I guess um Mm. and then just kind of build it like slowly I think anytime that you're willing to be selfless with someone else if they're the right person they'll be selfless back with you and that's Mm -hmm. always the mark of a good Mm -hmm. friendship I think for me uh, trust and friendship is first of all that respect and I think it takes time to learn Mm -hmm. actually what trust is um Mm -hmm. you know what it is before you can you know give it out willingly and be able to hold on to it as well yourself like are you able to hold on to someone's trust are you able to willing yourself to be able to sort of take on someone else's burdens and secrets like there's things I've been told and I know I can hold a secret down for the rest of my life but I'm very Mm -hmm. wary to give that to someone else um so um how are you giving it and taking it and that comes with respect experience growing and learning as you, you know you get older you build those relationships as well um Mm. especially in a friendship because like we mentioned sometimes they're longer than relationships you know and that person Mm. you will know to your dying day um and you especially when you're young and from childhood you've grown up with someone yeah things can change in your life in their life and you have to have that mutual understanding like you both mentioned for each other and that mutual Mm -hmm. respect as well so yeah yeah amen 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 Amen. god willing Mm -hmm. for eternity Inshallah. <laughs> and beyond. What is a uh, not it's not above and beyond. What does Bud Buzz Lighter say? Above and beyond. Infinity and beyond. Infinity and beyond. <laughs> we'll get you some Disney Plus you're, now. You're, you're here giving a sermon. Like, <laughs> to above and beyond. <laughs> oh guys. Yeah, we can love you and leave you. We all hope you have like a wonderful, blessed week ahead. Yeah. Um, let us know how you're finding um, self isolation mm-hmm. as we go into our third week. Uh, and who it's knows? Not a third from week. There. It's a sixth week. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like. Oh no, sorry. Week. Where have I you meant been? Third week from no, <laughs> I meant third <laughs> week from the someone, new channel. Someone chunk. hasn't been isolating. Oh, okay. <laughs> I swear, uh, I have <laughs> been. I, I meant. No I meant, those people at the beach. <laughs> let me be, guys. First, you know I'm shit with numbers. Secondly, I meant from the from the from the second chunk of isolation. Okay. So it's like the third week of the second chunk, but we now have like a pointless bank holiday. On Friday, so poor post coming to your house. Yes, back holiday, another day of nothing. <laughs> They're better movers. Oh, so yeah, please let us know how you're doing in isolation or just in general. Get in touch. Um, our email is hi on chai two thousand and nineteen at gmail.com Our Instagram is hi on chai dot podcast. Yeah, or on Twitter. Mm-hmm. What's hi, the Twitter? At hi on chai at hi on chai pc. And that's it for this week, guys. You've been listening to High and Try Podcast. Bye.